know the lyrics to the extended version of every 90s TV theme song? And you recite the entire script to Wayne's World on command, verbatim? Might you wax nostalgic about injuries sustained during backyard wrestling matches? Have you pontificated at length over what beer goes best with Mario Kart? Do you philosophically dwell for inappropriate lengths of time on phenomena like snowsuits, minor five chords, Rocky Four, baseball stats, wall-mounted pencil sharpeners, cinnamon toast crunch, Murray Wilson, seasons two through eight of The Simpsons, Bond villains, then friends, lovers, palindromes, have we got the show for you. It's Calling BS with Brandon and Scott, your esoteric clerics for the fleet of mouth and mind. Brutally honest, meticulously obsessive, and painstakingly pragmatic. Check us out and BS, I love you. Welcome back to Rocky Minute, a daily podcast where we analyze the movie Rocky one minute at a time. I'm Doug Greenberg. And I'm Jason Haynes. Joining us for the remainder of this week and the beginning of next week, we have the talented slacker himself, Armando Ronquillo. Welcome, Armando. Howdy. Only from Texas. <laughs> Only from Texas. Texas. <laughs> People say howdy. <laughs> Fort Worth. Not, not Dallas. Not Dallas, but Fort Worth. You're still a Cowboys fan, though? Oh, yeah. Um, all, the, all, all the way. Well, this has been fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just kidding. Uh, today, we're knocking out minute 67, which begins with Mickey giving Rocky some unsolicited advice, and it ends with Mickey finally stating his business. Mm-hmm. Okay, you want to go? or what? Yeah, No. What do you want to do? All right. Well, Rocky, uh, he takes a hearty guzzle from a bottle of beer, and Mickey says that he wants to make a suggestion, tells him not to drink that piss before a fight. He finishes it with... If you don't mind me saying, because he knows that at this point he's he's, he's catching, up, yeah, yeah, he's picked up already that Rocky doesn't want him there, right? Have we all have? <laughs> we he get it. This isn't going well. Mickey's very uh, he doesn't like guys to be around women before fights because women weak in legs can't drink beer before fights. He's got a buzzkill when it comes to fighting, <laughs> but. Uh, but I would imagine boxers back in the 60s, 70s, 80s, like I'm sure they've done other things before fights. I don't think the, I don't think the beer is the problem. Yeah, it was probably more acceptable then mm-hmm. than it is now. But Mickey's, Mickey's got a lot of rules. He knows what it takes. He's been through a lot in this business, as we're going to find out and have been finding out. Armando, what, what would you think would bring Ricky, who is Ricky? <laughs> Who the hell is Ricky? That was, that was a Mickey Rocky. <laughs> wow. <laughs> if they were dating nowadays, that would be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here comes Ricky. <laughs> Ricky was seen out at the uh, whatever lounge. And... <laughs> what would bring Mickey, who's a proud man, uh, to Rocky to, to beg like this the way he's doing? Well, I mean, it's like. Um... You know, he's got all these other fighters. He's got Dipper and everything. But uh, it's like this is the guy who's got that chance, that shot. I think you guys mentioned it in in a previous episode. It's like it's not only Rocky's uh, chance to make it big. It's also Mickey's. And I think Mickey is, I mean, not not, not in a bad way, but he's like kind of like wanting to hang on to that too. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I mean, I hate to think of Mickey that way, but it's just like this is his chance, and he needs to, he needs to hold on, he needs to grab onto this before mm-hmm. it goes away. Yeah, he really does. 
but but he's you know as as much as he's here begging groveling he hasn't like he's not really begging and groveling yet right right you know, right now he's just he's trying a different approach where he's talking about how much he knows and experience and how long he's been in the in the game and what he could do for rocky and what he wants to do for rocky but he hasn't really been a full-on groveling yet mm-hmm. right yet Right. (laughs) Before we get any further, I want to just point out the fact that Rocky is throwing dartboards at a door with no dart darts at a door. There's no dartboard on this door, right? So you're just throwing (laughs) darts at a door. What what is the purpose of that, other than just to get out some anger and frustration, maybe? But this isn't the only times when they show the door. There's lots of little holes in it. So right. So he has a habit of throwing darts at this door, but. Without a dartboard, like other, like I said, other than than relieving some tension, some anger, getting some frustration out. I guess there's no other purpose than that. This guy needs a dartboard. Maybe just does it when he's bored because he has nothing else to do in that place. Or maybe he's thinking mm-hmm. of Mickey when he's throwing those darts. <laughs> yo, Mick, stand in front of that door for yeah. a second. If this is my movie, I'd I'd have Rocky say something like, "Hey, yo, Mick, this uh, you see that that door? That's you right now." Or when he uh, when Mickey goes to show him the picture of himself later, Rocky's like, "Let me borrow that and hangs it up." <laughs> Right, exit <laughs> up on the door. That'd be funny. Mickey's—he's he, talking about the old days, you know. Pugs like us, we were treated like dogs, you know, for ten bucks. To try to tear somebody's throat out. I guess that's a dog fighting kind of reference. But well, uh, I wonder if it was a reference to—I read something about. Um, oh, I'm on the wrong minute. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, right. This is minute 67, 67 isn't it? Yes. Okay. My notes are on the wrong minute. <laughs> um, back in the... Uh, uh, pugilist. Ever hear the word pugilist? It was a, it was a, a word for a boxer. Is, is pug uh, a, a reference to pugilism? Because it starts with P-U-G. Uh, pugs, pugilists. Because they do refer to fighters as pugilists back in the day. And... Um, uh, now I was I looked up pugilist. It's you know it says it's a fancy. It's another word for boxer. Uh, it goes back to pugilism, which is which means the art of fighting with one's fists. But it says that nowadays the term is a sarcastic in tone and critical of boxing claims for legitimacy. Um, the term it refers to like a more violent time, like a more uh, you know beating each other up. So maybe pugs is a reference to that, like a short you know mm-hmm. that's what they called fighters back in the day. I don't think it's talking about the dog. Because if you were talking about fighters, you, a pug wouldn't be. Like, <laughs> I, used to, I used to have one when I was a kid. They're nuts. He referred to himself as a pug. Pugs like us, we were, were treated like dogs. So he does make a reference to dogs. And then he says something about tearing somebody's throat out. Well, pugs not tearing anybody's throat out. Pugs aren't. Pugilists fight like dogs who are trying to tear somebody's throat out. Or it could mean, you know, in the like the world of fighting, like there's a lot of dogs out there, violent, vicious, and, and pugs are like the overlooked small can't really fight that well people maybe that's what mickey's referring to he was i don't know you're a pug fan aren't you i, I had one i was a little sammy was his name little black when he was cute <laughs> you know blind though he used to walk around the house into everything yeah you couldn't we couldn't when he went blind we couldn't move anything from when it was from when he could see everything had it they couldn't move the furniture you couldn't put anything where it wasn't supposed to be but anyway enough about sammy right, enough about pugs god rest his soul, little her little soul uh, so how about Mickey's reaction? The first dart that Rocky throws, Mickey kind of looks over at the door and what does he do? Like a little, uh-oh. Like, wow, this whoa, guy. this guy means business. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's serious. What's going through Mickey's <laughs> mind right here? Where's he, where he going? Where, where are you throwing that? There's no dartboard there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was like, he's like, whoa. Like, like I just I just got onto that part and he's like, he's like, whoa. It's like, uh, oh, that's not me he's thinking about. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> like uh, like uh, one, one of those could be destined for my head if he right. piss him off here. I don't tread lightly. Exactly. Maybe he saw a little uh, little anger in Rocky. Rocky has an angry side. We haven't really seen it except when he got headbutted in the ring. Yeah, which Mickey didn't see. Which Mickey didn't see, so... I don't know. Yeah, maybe he's a little worried. The next next dart is destined for his forehead. <laughs> well, he did. Yeah. He did see that anger in him whenever, um, whenever he was in that in the gym. Oh, right. And he's like, I right. want to know now, or something like that. And That's so, true. but this is with him. Was it? He's seeing Rocky now with a weapon. Uh-huh. <laughs> and no witnesses. Yeah, exactly. And as we said in the past, there's there's a lot of weapons in his apartment. Um, there's a lot of knives thrown about. There's a shotgun. There's yeah. What is up with that? One of our former guests, Mike Kunda, uh, had a little <laughs> behind the scenes deal with the the shotgun. He said it was a Stallone kind of a family heirloom. <laughs> and, and, and at the time of when he was making the movie, that was pretty much all all he had to his name. And as an homage to his I guess his ancestors. Or, I don't know. Ancestors. <laughs> How old is this right? Let's, let's say grandfather. Maybe uh, he, he wanted to show it on the on the wall in the movie. So yeah, that, that's the shooting the background. Was, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't. Know, it's like a just a hunting rifle or a shotgun or something, right? right yeah. It's yeah, not some kind of heirloom. I don't know. He could probably do more damage with the darts i would say can there we, are a lot of knives we, can we i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you can we imagine uh if rocky's life turned differently and he was a hunter instead of a boxer <laughs> we, <laughs> what's that we've ex- i'm sorry what's that movie with uh, uh sean connery lord uh was it a, a league of extraordinary gentlemen yeah where you know he was that uh hunter guy and everything and he had that musket or whatever it was what if like Rocky went that way or something? You know, I don't know. Just I just thought of that with the rifle. Well, there was a, a before legend has it that before he saw the Ali Webner fight, that there was other ideas he had for the story of Rocky. You know, coming from nothing and trying to make something out of himself. And uh, before he came to boxing, it was he was going to be a taxi cab driver who, <laughs> who ran <laughs> He had the idea maybe make him the film about a struggling actor who gets a, a chance to hit big. So, <laughs> so Rocky doesn't have to be a boxer. He could be anything. He could be a, a lowly hunter whose things aren't going well. He hasn't had that big kill yet. Big kill yet. <laughs> <laughs> yet there's some hunting competition. I don't know. The, the biggest bear in the woods challenged him to a hunt. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we should keep the boxer. Mono be mono. <laughs> I think uh, Steven Seagal stole that idea for On Deadly Ground. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, Steven Seagal's in a little trouble these days. Oh, he's, he's being tossed around in the in the old uh, Hollywood sexual assault ring. I don't think anybody's seen it. <laughs> no. He's hiding. He's hiding. He's hibernating. <laughs> he's hibernating like the bear. So, so here we are. Yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Mickey talks about one son of a bitch that he fought that put a nail in the thumb of his boxing glove. He punched so many holes in his face that he had spit shooting out of his cheeks. What does this have to do with not having a manager? He's just telling war stories. <laughs> no. He it, starts this by saying, my problem was that I didn't have a manager. Well, I actually get that because the manager is the one that's supposed to take care of you, represent you, like defend you. He's That's the one supposed to be looking out for you, your best interests or whatever. So if you – and making sure the rules are followed or whatever. So if you had a manager, he would make sure that hopefully these kind of things didn't happen. Like, you know, they're supposed to be inspected before the, before the fight. 
you know, things like that should be worked out prior to the fight. You know, make sure, there no um, nails in his glove. make sure there's no nails in the glove, uh, all, all of those kind of things. You're looking out for the best interests of the person. So Mickey's saying that he got the way that I viewed it is basically taken advantage of because he never manager. So so it was like a free for all. Like no one no one was looking out for his best interests, and that's why he's here because he wants to look out for Rocky's best interests. I would imagine, right? Because uh, does he think Apollo's gonna uh, hit him with nails too? <laughs> You never, <laughs> you never, you never know. You never know. I At mean, least that's the angle he's taking. We know what's really in his mind. Oh yeah. Of course, Evander Holyfield's manager couldn't stop help him from getting his <laughs> ear bitten off. So maybe it's not. Doesn't really matter. That's not the first reference we've made to Tyson and Holyfield. It's a it's a boxing movie. What else? <laughs> uh, but he's he's going on and on, and Rocky's giving him nothing. No, no, you can tell Rocky's uh he doesn't have to say anything at this point. He's holding it all back, waiting for the right moment. It's coming, Rock. Or did it come already? It, it's getting to the point with Mickey where it's starting to feel a little sad and pathetic, you know, with him just going on and on when Rocky's giving him nothing. A little uncomfortable. Is this the first time uh, he actually says, I want to be your manager, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's, right? Does he say it right, right here-ish? Where he says, I want to be your manager, like a, like really? Because he's kind of just been talking about manager, manager, manager this whole time. I don't know if he comes out and says it this minute. It might be next minute. Wait, he's saying I want I have all this knowledge, experience, yeah. I want to give it to you. Maybe it's next so, minute. This is the um, I think it's in the next minute. Yeah, next I think one? it's the next minute too. But he uh he takes out that old photograph of himself and he you know shows it to Rocky. Mm-hmm. Rocky finally engages him a little bit. He says, That's nice, but you don't take very good care of the picture. It's another, you know, Rocky noticing the simple thing. Where's he going to put it? In his filing cabinet at home? <laughs> Do you think he walked what around is, with that picture? He, that's yeah. what I was going to ask because he's got that thing folded up in his pocket. The last minute, he has a newspaper article. Um, like Rocky had showed Adrian at the skating rink. He has a newspaper article folded up in his pocket from in the script. This is 1940. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, you know, we're, we're going to find out he's in the next minute, I believe, he pulls out some other. Newspaper clippings of fights. I don't know why I'm jumping ahead. Let's just wait till you get there, right? <laughs> yeah, how about, how about he goes on to say the problem he had was no management. He has all this knowledge and wants to give it to Rocky. Yeah, he doesn't come right out yet because the minute ends here. But I wanted to go. Hang on. Talk amongst yourselves. I got. I love when you do this. You know, it's a podcast. It happens for... sometimes on mine too. You know. Everyone, it's funny it reminds me of uh wayne's world whenever mike myers leaves and garth is having to host the show himself and he's all like oh. i'm having a great time not and you know, just because i left um, um on this last uh previous episode of, of mine i got up to to go do something and my brother-in-law and my brother <laughs> were kind of talking amongst themselves and i'm kind of like oh man this is awkward <laughs> You know, so, so it's like it's, it's funny you know that's I'm, I'm glad to see that other podcast do the same thing sometimes yeah, yeah. and i try not to cut it out because it's real world stuff exactly. we, want, we want yeah genuine we want to be genuine to be genuine <laughs> this is no uh major production here <laughs> not at all <laughs> hey we're doing what we love though right that's right it's our passion it's our passion some people might not get it Wonder why the hell we're spending all our time doing this, but hey. All right, so you got your thing out there. Yeah, yeah. Mickey does here. He does like a little monologue, if I can. That's um, not in the movie. It's not the bits and pieces of it. You know, he's saying, "I know this business. 
uh, says the bit about the dogs throw you in the pit and for 10 bucks you try to kill each other we had no management fought in box cars in whorehouse basements any Ooh. joint with a floor let's go to a whorehouse and then go and go into watch boxing, boxing <laughs> the basement like if you're, if you're at a whorehouse you're there for a reason right yeah, yeah what not for the fights October 1931, I fought a bum who put a tack in the thumb of his glove and punched so many holes in my face. I had spit shooting out of my cheeks. Okay. Never had no manager watching out for me. See that picture outside the gym? Mighty Mick, that's me in my prime. I had all the tools. I could have starched any lightweight husky on the East Coast, but I had no management. Nobody ever got to know how slick I was, but I had a head for business and stashed a few bucks and opened the gym. It's a dirt hole, I know it, but that and a lot of scars is what I got to show off 50 years in the business, kid. Now you come along with this shot, and I feel like it's me getting the shot I never got. Yeah, we was treated like dogs, like them dagos, no offense, in the Coliseum <laughs> in Rome there. And now I got all this knowledge, I want to give it to you so I can protect and make sure you get the best deal you can. He's actually admitting here that it's not just Rocky's shot, it's his shot. Right. He says, I always dished you with respect, and Rocky says, you gave Dipper my locker. And he says, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. I'm asking you man to man. I want to be your manager. See... No, they took all, all that out. Well, all that's not not all of it, but a lot of that's not in the movie, obviously. And it doesn't matter. Well, there, one of two things I, I thought a about that was that they didn't put it in the movie because it it makes it all about Mickey, and it's still even though Mickey this is partly Mickey's shot too, it's still about Rocky. Like it's not about Mickey; it's a movie about Rocky. And I think when you put all this in, you're kind of turning the tables and you're making it about Mickey too so much. But also, what they took out was an actual apology. In the script, he says, I'm sorry for that. Like, apologize for giving his locker away. And I don't think Mickey doesn't actually say the words, I'm sorry, apologize, and come out and flat out say, I'm sorry. But I, I think almost they left that out to still give Mickey a little bit of dignity. Like, he's coming in. He is apologizing in a way. He's definitely groveling. He's definitely begging for a chance. He admits beating around the bush wise that this is also his chance that he never got a chance whatever but um he never actually says i'm sorry for the way that i treated you in this area like the words don't come out of his mouth and i think they took that out for a reason because you still want mickey to have some dignity a little bit not to saying sorry takes away your dignity but or it could be that uh if he's only saying sorry because this guy's got the chance got that shot so I guess you know, the, the whole dignity thing too. It goes with that, you know. If it was me, I'd be like, "You're just saying sorry because because you know I'm your I'm your uh, meal ticket right now." Yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. But also though, um, the, one of the things about Mickey's character is he's supposed to be honest, like brutally honest, which mm-hmm. he's in this part, especially he's showing his honesty. Maybe he's not sorry. Maybe he really it doesn't think he did anything wrong because Rocky wasn't the guy for him for many years. So he may not be sorry for he may not be sorry for taking the locker away. So he, to say I'm sorry just for the sake of getting this shot would be lying. And Mickey's supposed to be of all of any, if anything, honest. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We may never know because Mickey's no longer with us. Work <laughs> <laughs> some out for Mickey. <laughs> so many reasons they took that out, but I, I, you know, I noticed that Mickey never really comes out and says, "Hey, listen, I'm sorry about taking your locker away." He should be right. I was <laughs> wrong. He definitely should be, and he does. It's. Maybe next minute I'll I'll touch on the, the script again, but he doesn't come right out to tell in the movie to tell Rocky, look, this is this is my my last shot. It's not just your shot. This is my last shot too. Which we know that's what he's thinking, but in the script it was laid out that way. I mean, that's that's all I have for this minute. Again, yeah, so, yeah, we we continue. You know, we got the rest of the week to talk about this. So. <laughs> uh, Armando, what's your uh, history with? Rocky. Oh gosh! Uh, everybody who knows me knows me as as um, 
a friend of mine uh, described me as uh, I don't know if you ever seen the movie Fever Pitch. I've never seen it, but he says that uh, mm-hmm. the Jimmy Fallon character reminds him of me, but with the Rocky series. Oh wow! And, and I've seen Fever Pitch. That's <laughs> obsessive fan. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've never seen. It. I mean, it's just um, you know, it's just a you know, like uh, in my previous episode of Towns and Slackers, I was talking about how how uh, Stallone has been in my life, you know, my whole life, you know, uh, and I, I grew up watching all the Rocky movies, and my dad, he was he was in in karate, him. My uncles were, you know, a bunch of black belts, you know. So, so he was always working out, and then I always saw Rocky working out. So I, I kind of just put the two together, that, uh, you know, like, like I was always thinking, oh, well, I've got my own Rocky at home, you know. This is that's my dad, you know. So I always watched the Rocky movies, and it's all psychological. <laughs> but um, I, I watched them my whole life, and you know, I was, of course, I was always as a kid, I was always like, oh, I want to watch the fights, I want to watch the fights. But mm-hmm. as I got older. You know, when life starts hitting you hard, you know, you start realizing what these movies actually mean. You know, it's not just about the fight. It's why he's doing it, you know, or, you know, things like that. You know, just I always find something new every time I watch watch him over again. We find that with a lot of our guests, they say when they were kids and we agree too, because the same thing with us. You know, you watch the movies because you want to see the action mm-hmm. not, and you don't appreciate the nuances between the characters until you're you're older and you can understand these right. scenes like this that this come to be my favorite scene in the whole movie. Uh, this, this Mickey and Rocky interaction here. Um, so it's, it's not even about the, the boxing at all. That's what you realize when you get older. Right. right. Yeah. When you're young. You just think it's enough the fighting. That's why I like Rocky four so much when you're young. Yeah. It's very simple. You know, Paul fights uh, Drago dies. Rocky needs revenge works out a lot to good music and then fights him and wins in the end. Like that's, yeah, it's all fighting. Very simple. <laughs> very, very little else going on. Then montages of training and fighting. Yeah. I think even like in part three, when, you know, uh, Adrian yells at him, she's like, what's the truth? And, you know, he's all like, nothing is true if you don't believe in who you are. And then I was just like, one, I was like, man, that, that what he says right there is like, it's like, wow, that's, that's, that's truth right there. You know, and mm-hmm. uh, and also I was also like, man, where's my Adrian? You know, <laughs> and when I was a kid, I was, I, was like, I was like, oh, forget about Adrian. She's she's just his wife, you know, whatever. But now I'm like, I'm like, where's my Adrian? I want an Adrian just like that. <laughs> Need somebody to drop some truth bombs on that's you, right? But yeah, that's my history with it. You know, like I said, everybody everybody knows me. They're always like, I was like, yeah, that's the, the Rocky. I even have a Rocky poster on my desk at work, and uh, you just you know one of the greatest characters of all time, you know, like him and um, I like him and the character on Friday night lights, the, the TV show, the coach, coach Taylor. Like to me, uh-huh. both of those are the, uh, are some of my favorite characters of all time. And it's all, it's funny. Cause it's all sports, but it's just, you know, them two remind me of people I grew up around, you know, like, especially my dad, you know, just giving, giving me advice and the coach beating the coaches in my school when I played football and everything. And it was just all, it's all, that's my history with it. You know, just like Rocky is just the, the best character of all time for me. You know, things about characters like this is uh, if they hit home with people when you can relate to them, right. when you can see a lot of the character in yourself or understand the background of that character. So, yeah, I, I don't think there's a person alive unless you're, you're born in a mansion and uh, that kind of, lifestyle who can't relate to a guy that's down and out on his luck you know mm-hmm. 
Right. Uh, could you tell the fans a little bit about Talented Slackers? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, we're, we're just a podcast. We take a movie a week and uh, we talk about the whole movie. Like we just did Die Hard 2. Um, I, we just I released it yesterday. So, yeah, we just talk about the movie. We riff on it a little bit, you know, and, and you know, what could we have made? What could we have done better with this with this movie or something like that? You know, or and, you know, we also talk about what we did, what we, what we watched, you know, uh, you know, things like that. We just talk nothing about movies. We try to t- stay away from politics and stuff like that. But, uh, but, um, yeah, it's just, it's just, a, you know, just three guys sitting on the couch watching TV. You know, that's all, that's how I like to think of it. Another thing everybody can relate yeah. to just hanging out with your pals. <laughs> you do it. You talk about it with mics in front of you. That's it. That's the difference. That's right. So we're, and that's, uh, uh, where can they find your show? Um, they can find us on Twitter at uh, uh, Talented Slacker. Twitter wouldn't give us the extra S, so but you can find us there, you know. And you can find me on at Manbet Thirty Three. Uh, that I answer back. The other guys they don't do Twitter. It's always just me doing that. <laughs> All right. All right, man. And uh, we're Rocky Minute on Twitter. We have a Facebook listeners group called Mighty Mix. And uh, our host website is DuelingGenre.com, where we release all our episodes. And uh, if you want, swing by iTunes and give us a review, preferably uh, five stars, if you don't mind. Um, and if you want to email, we have an email, RockyMinute at gmail.com. If uh, you want to point out anything that we missed or had mistaken, if you really know the true story behind the rifle on Rocky's wall, let us know. <laughs> all right, tomorrow we continue with uh, Minute 68. And uh, we'll see you on the next Rocky Minute.